Welcome to We Gotta Talk, a live weekly talk show and podcast where we like to dig deep. From health to relationships to alternative lifestyles and more, the one thing you will always get is a deep dive. I'm Sunny, a 15-year veteran of TV news, freelance writer, blogger, mom of three, and wife. But most of all, I'm just a die-hard oversharer, someone who's genuinely curious about, well, everything around me. And I can't wait for you to join in on these conversations that I promise will impact, inspire, and entertain you. Now, let's talk. Oh my gosh, guys, I'm so excited about today's episode. Welcome to We Gotta Talk. I am Sunny. If you are new, welcome to the show. We have a really exciting one today. And if you are a return listener or watcher, thank you so much for coming back. So today's show is all about getting into your mind. How many times have you, especially as a woman, said, I just want someone to just know what I'm thinking all the time. Well, today's guest is actually right up your alley then. Michael Gutenplan is a third generation psychic, a master mentalist and a magician. And we did something a little different with today's show. We're actually bringing in live guests and he's going to work his magic and read the minds of three lovely ladies who have agreed to come on the show and be part of We Gotta Talk today. So we're gonna pop everyone on who is really all across the country um, and show you who will be working with Michael. Katie, Dana, and Carrie are our beautiful assistants today. So tell us guys who and where you are. Katie, start with you. I'm Katie Janella, and right now I'm in San Diego, California. I'm Dana Abel, and I am in snowy Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and Carrie. Hi, this sound is garbled a little bit for me, so hopefully it's my turn to talk, but I am Carrie Hickson, and I'm located in New Smyrna Beach, Florida. Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for doing this. So I just want to let everybody know, I have no idea what's going to happen. I know that Michael has been doing all of his shows, which used to be in person remotely, so he's got this honed, and all I know is that we're in for some good stuff, so I'm hoping Michael is somewhere in the in the frame. Michael, if you are there, tell me where Let's get it started. I come with my own music and everything. Hello, ladies. Hello. What a crowd. Wow. A sellout crowd of four people. Holy moly. Okay. You know, we don't want to crowd it too much. And plus, these ladies are gorgeous. I thought. No, this is this is perfection. This, this is perfection. perfection. Because, right? you know, what I do is is I read minds, but I share thoughts. And, and to do this, I need to have great minds, great people. And I can already tell we're off to a good start with the quality of an audience. Usually, I have to kind of pick and choose who I'm going to work with. I don't have to pick and choose. Perfect. Um, actually, this is a good question. That's a good question. Uh, which of the who of the four of you feels they have psychic potential? That's what I'm all about. Psychic. Oh, Sunny raised her hand. All right, Sunny, Sunny's hand went up before I got it out of my mouth. The hand shot right up. So, Sunny, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna test your psychic potential with this. This is just a classic test. I shouldn't have participated, Michael. I no, feel like no, 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 no. Every everybody in my show, everybody in my show, whether they're the host or a guest, oh, I'm making a mess here, is, is a participant. I don't, I don't discriminate against host or, or guest. So we're going we're gonna to start with you, get you out of the way, you're going to show them how it's done. I have two envelopes, envelope number one and envelope number two. Inside one of these envelopes, Sunny, is a prediction. Now, the prediction says you will pick this envelope. It's not a trick. It's not, I just put it in there. Which envelope, number one or number two, has the prediction in it? 
one. You, you didn't even think about it. You just said number one. You went, and you know what? Inside envelope number one, I do have a prediction, a single piece of paper, a piece of paper that says, Sonny, you will pick this envelope. Everybody give Sonny a round of applause. Incredible. Hold on, hold on. You know, I'm, I'm, everybody's amazed. Katie clapping, Dana yeah. laughing, Carrie shaking her head. Carrie. I, I think I know what the problem is. Carrie thinks I put this prediction just in both envelopes, right? <laughs> Carrie, you be honest, be honest. You think what's the big I'm deal? Curious. Sonny did not reveal psychic potential. He put everything I do is real. Everything I do is, is something special. And Sonny really did unlock her psychic potential. And, and I can prove it because in envelope number two, I did place a prediction, a different one. The one you did not choose, Sonny, had the prediction you will not pick this envelope. Everybody give Sonny a round of applause. Our host starting us off strong with a prediction. For our Miami friends, that's wrong. So, so we got to start low. We got to start low with a simple 50-50 choice and work our way up. Because I think we can all agree 2020, terrible, terrible year for most people. And it's and here's the thing we don't think about. It's different for it's bad for different reasons. For me, it was really bad year. I had to cancel all these trips I was going to go on. I had to cancel kind of all this stuff I was going to do. And 2021 for me is all about manifesting the things that I couldn't do trips and the way I manifest the way I make things come to reality as I write them down, dream about them. This this right here is my 2021 trip. This is the trip I'm going on in 2021. I want to see if we can manifest a trip amongst us. So um, let's go back to Pittsburgh. Dana, Dana, we are going on a trip. Okay, so we're going to go on a trip. Where are we going on this trip? Where are we going to go? Anywhere in Los the world. I mean, by the way, when Los I say we, when I say we, I, I don't know you that well. So yeah. we are not going on a trip. I am going on a trip. And I live in LA. So oh, maybe, you're going on the trip? Maybe the psychic vibe <laughs> you're getting is like Los Angeles. I'm flying from Los Angeles to somewhere. Where okay. do you think I'm going to fly to? Dubai. I thought I was going on no, a trip. I'm smiling because it's <laughs> very exciting to go to Dubai. Uh that's wild. Okay, so this might actually work tonight. Um, we have a good connection. I love it. Uh, let's go to San Diego. Let's go to San Diego, Katie. Um, we are going to Dubai, or I'm going to Dubai. What am I going to eat when I get there? What is like, you know, you, they have all the food in the world. It's pretty amazing. What is the food going to be? What is the food? Anything. Don't, don't, don't think. I mean, it's what I like. So what do you think I like to eat? San Diego. You like burritos. In in Dubai? Yeah, you said anything, right? Uh, you never know. Maybe they have like a Dubai burrito. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's just what I'm craving. I don't know. <laughs> well, I do love burritos. <laughs> I, I'm I'm just in shock right now because normally I have to like coach them, and I was like in Dubai because the the odds that you would know that I would want a burrito in Dubai are astronomical. So, <laughs> bravo, 
Bravo. Um, let's get our last guest up here, Carrie, with the baby. Babies also have psychic abilities, or at least that's what the script says. Um, Carrie, yes, we are going to Dubai. We are going to eat so many burritos. It's going to be the most incredible <laughs> thing you've ever seen. I'm going to be like burritoed out. How much to the dollar? I want you to be super, super specific. Okay. How much is this whole trip going to cost? Ooh, $9,362. Any, any sense? Uh, 17. Uh, my lucky number, 17. I love that you knew that. That's awesome. I love that you knew that. So we are going to Dubai. We're going to have a burrito um, for $9,362.17. Uh, that's so crazy that you you guys knew I love burritos and that uh, 17 cents is how I always price things. I'm not a 99 center. Um, we were talking a moment ago about uh, manifestations. This is my 2021 manifestation. This is the trip I'm going on in 2021. I want to see how close we got. I want to see how close we got to uh, Dubai burrito, $9,362.17. Uh, My trip for 2021. My trip for 2021. A big piece of paper. <laughs> 2021, I'm going on a trip. I'm going to Dubai. That's a pretty good guess. Okay. Must have been psychic energy in the air. Once there, I am going to eat, because there's only one thing to eat in Dubai. I'm going to eat a ton of burritos. I'm going to eat a ton of burritos. And amazingly, the whole trip is only going to cost $9,362.17. $9,362.17 a perfect match my dream has manifested itself. That is absolutely incredible. I made it disappear. Ta da! <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly, ladies, thank you so much for helping out with that one. Uh, I hope you were able to truly experience the power of your minds. And ultimately, at the end of the day, it's your minds that made this work. So thank you so much for that. Thanks. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. Michael, don't go anywhere because I want to pick your brain. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. That was pretty impressive, my friend. I mean, honestly, even and, and to parlay that to, I know you used to do these in person, but all digital too, like bravo. Very, you very know, cool. I, the, the secret, I mean, and, and I truly mean this, the secret to all of this is personality and interaction, the, the the tricks or the experiments, whatever you want to call them, don't really matter as long as there's a personal connection. And embracing the new technology, not the new technology, but the technology that we're able to have. And there's no difference between looking at a screen or looking at a camera and talking to someone and talking to them in person if you believe that we are in the same place. And mm -hmm. I start my shows by saying, don't think you're watching another zoom show don't think you're looking at your computer psychically on an emotional level we are finally in the same place at the same time mm -hmm. uh, and that is something i i've embraced i've accepted and i don't i don't condemn the the virtual shows i embrace them and i and i actually love them and never again will people have a front row seat to every single experience they go to
Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I can only imagine how this year will revolutionize what you do, what so many entertainers do. I think for for both better and worse. Um, I, I want to, <laughs> without you telling trade secrets or anything, how do you do what you do? Because, I mean, it, it a magic show or a mentalist show, whatever you want to call it, is one of those things that never ceases to like just just totally delight people. Is there a secret? There, there is, and 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 the secret's slightly disappointing to most people. The secret is that it's as real as you want it to be. And what I mean by that is, if you are sitting at home right now, going, "Oh my God, this guy has psychic abilities, and, and he really is a third generation psychic, and he harnessed the power of a, another realm or another part of the brain," you're absolutely correct. And if you're sitting at home and watching this and going, it's all a magic trick. I don't, I don't see what the big deal is. You are also correct. And the truth lies in the middle somewhere. Everything I do is real. From the 50-50 choice you had at the very beginning to the ultimate prediction at the end with my trip, everything I did was real. But nobody is coming to my show to get it wrong. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I do have to have in my back pocket the magic to make it work. But if we look at the lottery, for example, that's that's a real thing. I mean, we really did transmit five of those six numbers, and that in itself is incredible. That's hundred. That's I think one hundred thirty-six million to one odds that we could have got those six numbers um, transmitted psychically, and we did. It's not perfect. It's it's if it was perfect, it would be a trick every time. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, you talk um, about the you say these phrases psychics and connecting mentally and brain power. And I do feel like before this year, most people would hear those terms and kind of roll their eyes and think I don't have time to think about anything that is not here and now in front of my face. And yet this year has forced us all to do a lot of um, sort of introspective um, understanding of each other and other people. And I, I do feel that people are more open to um, unlocking their own potentials right now when it comes to, even if it's something as simple as learning to sit alone and in peace with yourself and meditate. I mean, unlocking the power of the mind, I feel like, is what a lot of people are doing this year. Would you say that you've seen that oh, to yeah. case? Oh, yeah. It goes back to mindfulness. It goes back to being in the moment. You know, we as humans are always thinking about tomorrow and where are we going and what are we doing? And for the first time in our lives, we can't. Yeah. We can't think about what we're doing tomorrow because we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. And it forced us to kind of be present in the moment. Um, the, the tag of my show, trademarked, uh, is Kenny Unlock Your Psychic Potential. And that is, I, I didn't come up with that. My partner Miguel did. And that is really the, the secret to the, the why the show is successful. It's successful because it's not ultimately about me doing a magic trick or a mind reading experiment. It's about you unlocking your psychic potential and you experiencing a moment of mental clarity that we haven't had in nine months. When I do this on a stage, there's a distance. It's not in your living room. It's not in your home. It's not in your bedroom. But when we do it through the internet, I am in your home. I am in your living room. I am right in front of you. And it is one-on-one -on -one in essence. Mm -hmm. And I want you to feel like this is about you. I, I do a, an experiment in my show called the Stroop Effect. And um, it's, it's a really cool little psychological experiment. It's a psychology test. You read, you say the color that's, that's printed, not the word that's printed. And when it's just colors, it's easy, blue, green, red. But 
um, when it becomes like this, it becomes a little bit harder. Red and blue, it matches. And then you get to stuff like this, where yeah. your mind wants to say red, but the answer is green. Mm-hmm. And your mind wants to say yellow, but it's blue. Or you, your mind wants to say blue, but it's yellow. I, I just, and it's it's not a test that's designed to be passed or failed. Your your mind is going to slow down, and you're going to read the the word before the color. Our minds work in such fascinating ways. We are always ten steps ahead of ourselves. We are always ten feet ahead. We're thinking about what's for dinner tomorrow, what we had last night, where we're going. My show is designed to slow you down and force your mind to be in the moment, kind of like that test does. It forces you to think right at this very second. And so that's that, that we all do have that psychic potential or that, that, that I don't want to say otherworldly, but that type of ability that we just haven't been tapping into? I am not doing anything special. The magic is, is a skill-based thing. And I love the, and I do the magic because I love it. I love the excitement it brings to people. But the, the psych, the psych, stuff the um the mind reading the sharing of thoughts it's something we all have um and i actually love doing this show for children i'm not a children's performer by any means but i always find it amazing that the younger you are the more in touch you you are with that psychic instinct that emotional intelligence intuition and we as adults have spent our whole lives hearing people bosses friends parents say don't listen to yourself you're wrong kids don't have that Kids don't have that society saying to them, don't listen to that voice in your head that tells you what to do. And that's why kids have a strong psychic ability. I don't think anything I'm doing is unique. And and in all honesty, if you look at the structure of my show, you are doing it. You people are the ones, never in my show am I reading your mind. I'm a mind reader who doesn't read anybody's mind. You are reading my mind. You are receiving my thoughts. You are revealing my predictions. And when you look at it that way, you very quickly realize, oh, wow, anybody can do this. It's instinct. Intuition is a muscle. And my grandfather taught me if you work on that, if you start honing that muscle and building it up and exercising it, it will get stronger and it will get better every time you use it. And Anybody who trusts themselves enough, anybody who uses this muscle will automatically have what we would consider psychic powers. But all it really is, is they trust themselves. They trust their intuition. Oh my gosh. I mean, look, you are speaking to somebody who's experienced firsthand, lived the effect of what it was like to deny intuition, to deny gut instinct. You make a pivot, you make a change, and you begin to feel more yourself. So what does that look like then? Walk us through an exercise of what it looks like to... Um, begin to trust your intuition and to connect with the own power that we have in ourselves. Like what you know, would your grandfather tell you to do? So my, the, the way my grandfather did it is he had a, I do this in the show. I have these uh, bags and inside one of the bags is a spike. Uh, the rest of them just have blank pieces of wood. And it's my job to use my instinct and say, this bag is safe. And I push it forward and I hit my hand down. And all of a sudden I'm trusting my instincts with a, with a damage, with a danger element. Uh, on a more normal, I mean, that's for the show, but in a nor- more normal element, it's listening to yourself. We, when we work in an office, we're always trying to gauge what the boss wants. We're always trying to think, what are our parents? What is our partner? You know, you, you brought me on, you said, wouldn't it be nice to know what our partner wants or thinks? And 
yes, that would be nice. But so much of that is not trusting what we want, what we think the other person wants, and trying to think so much about what the other person wants that we forget that we have the ability to mind read. We have the ability to know what another person thinks. Thinks We, the secret, you asked a moment ago about the secret, the real secret to mentalism, the real secret to mind reading is we are much more alike than we are different as humans. Internationally, the whole world. We think the same, we feel the same, but we don't acknowledge it. We don't ever realize that you and I have the same life experience. Yes, the details may be different, but the emotions, the feelings, the expectations tend to be the same. So when I ask an audience of 100, 200, 500 people to think of something, chances are 80, 90% of those people are thinking of the same thing but not a single one of them would think that the person next to them is also thinking the same thing. And that's really the secret. That's the secret to life. Trust your instincts. Trust that you are normal, that all of your problems, all of your faults, all of your quirks actually make you more normal than not. Um, we don't talk about them. We don't talk about the things that we are embarrassed about or scared about. But if we did, we would realize, boy, we're really similar. Um, not only would everybody be a little bit nicer and get along better, but we would start to listen to those things and realize that if if I'm normal, if I'm average, not extraordinary, not less than extraordinary, if I'm average, which is what most of us are on a in a good way, that means you know what the other person is thinking. You just have to trust it. Oh my God, I want to like go through the screen and hug you right now because you are just adding um, an just a humanist element to this that I really never put two and two together. I look at what you do or what someone like you does and consider it um, over there or never consider our role as spectators or viewers or participants in it. But you just spoke a lesson that I feel like the whole world needs to hear maybe this year more than ever, right? And I, I've always said that too. We're so much more alike than we are different. Um, but it's people like you or or other people in their art form that expose that to us, that show us through whatever their art is in the world that yes, here I am and, and this is me for all of the good and the bad. And as soon as people have that moment of recognition, that's when the connection, that's when the magic happens. Mm -hmm. So seeing you just live that out is just is just awesome. I mean so cool. You know, we, we are, this is, this is such a horrible year because we are losing that human interaction. We talked a moment ago about how I've embraced the Zoom and I've embraced the interaction digitally, but we have missed a hug. We've missed, a, you know, I go to the grocery store. That's the only place I leave the apartment to go. And I smile at people through my mask. And it's, and it's hard when the person doesn't realize you're smiling at them. They just think you're looking at them like a creep. You're like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, oh, I'm smiling. I promise. I'm just smiling. And we we lost a year of nonverbal communication. We lost a year of just the comfort of the people around us. And it's taught us to appreciate everything. And and I think we're we're seeing people kind of rebel against the restrictions. We're seeing people rebel against, I can't be locked up for another whatever. And what I say to those people who are 
go, want to go back to normal life, that want to go back. I don't mean on a business level. That's that's a different story. But the people that want to go to a bar or go to a restaurant and are really thirsty for travel and I just want my life back, embrace the change that is happening right now because never again in your life will you have the opportunity to be present with yourself. Mm-hmm. It's a year. It's a year of your life to help the people around you stay safe. It's a year of your life to be a compassionate citizen of the world by doing your part to keep the world safe. Let's all overreact. Let us all overreact, stay away from each other for a few more months, and then go back to normalcy. But while we are apart, while we are taking our time and keeping the world safe, embrace that. Embrace that. Become mindful. Live in that moment. Allow yourself to listen to your intuition. Hone those senses. Work on yourself. And once we re-enter the world as it was or as it is or as it will be, we will all be better for that. Oh, I love you. There's my, there's my Oh my gosh. And $20 to my ministry. Uh, I love it. I well, let, let me tell you something. And um, I know you spent a good portion of your education being surrounded by entertainers who were born to act, dance, sing. What you have, Michael, that what a lot is something a lot of other entertainers or people in that industry don't have, um, or at least don't put on display as openly and readily, is just, uh, I don't want to, it's going to sound so rude, but a soul that you're willing to bear. It takes a while sometimes for people who are used to just putting on a performance to crack through the surface. And you approach your art with everything you just showed us, that that sense of um, soul and purpose and humanism that I just think is making you and everything you do resonate. So I'm just grateful that that's part of, of what you put out there too, not just the show and not just the entertainment aspect, but why you're doing it and what it means for you and for the people who are watching. You know, so- I... I'm going to tell you a quick story. For those that don't know, we went to college together and we were in college during 9-11 and I was working as a magician uh, at Dave and Buster's in Pittsburgh in the waterfront just opened and 9-11 was on a Tuesday. Friday night, I went and I did my magic and it was empty. I mean, it was there were tumbleweeds and there was a table of like six gentlemen with suits that they had clearly been wearing for a week. And I went and I went like, hey, guys, you want to see a magic trick? And they just kind of looked at me and I and I couldn't imagine anybody would want to see a magic trick. Four days after 9-11 and they went, you know, we have been stuck in Pittsburgh. Our planes haven't taken off. We, we have the same clothing on. Please do something for us. And I did my act. I did. I, I must have stayed there for 30 minutes in a normally like a four minute act. And. At the end of it, they said, thank you. And I said, oh, my, my pleasure. And they said, no, we haven't smiled. We haven't laughed. We haven't had a moment, a mental break from the, the stuff around us, the world, in like a week. You did that. And I think that was the first time that I realized that this silly little thing of mind reading or magic that I do has, as you were just saying, a bigger impact. Mm-hmm. And a moment of entertainment, a moment of levity. It really does have the ability to change lives. And going back to the bigger view, everybody has that. My my psychic abilities are not unique to me. They are just something that I honed and worked on. What Whoever's watching this, whatever your ability is 
to change the world, to change the mentality of people around you. That's real. You just don't realize it until someone says that you just did it. How do you make someone real? How do you help someone realize? They have to experience it. Yeah. They, they have to find their superpower and, and have a moment where it goes back to trusting yourself. They have to have that instinct, that ability to realize this is my superpower. And, and, and it's different for everybody. Some, some people, it could be, uh, I walk my dog. My superpower is that my dog is friendly and, and makes an old person smile sitting on a park bench. My superpower is that um, I bring the oranges to my kids' soccer game. And your superpower is bringing a smile to people and, and you forget how your role in this world impacts those around you. Think back to your youth of the parent who always brought the gooey brownies or the, the Rice Krispie treats. Think back to the first job you had and the person who kind of took you under their wing and helped you. Each one of those people, that was their superpower and they made an impact on you. Uh, it doesn't need to be world changing. It needs to be person changing. And for each person you change, it compounds itself. And the only way to make someone recognize that is just to keep pounding into them. You have a superpower. You may not know what it is. So try everything and just be open enough to the world to be able to catch that glimpse of when you actually had an impact on someone. And don't brag. Don't wave a flag. Just privately go, that's my superpower. And I'm going to do it again for someone else. Oh. I'm such a fan of you, Michael, person, performer, um, for anybody who, you know, wants to maybe follow in your career path or do what you've done. Just give us, before we let you go, a quick um, recap of what it took to get to where you are and the work that someone might have ahead of them if this is a path that they're interested in. Yeah, I mean, I... My career is a little bit different. I started doing magic. My grandfather did magic when I was a kid. I was never interested. I loved magic, but I liked magic because it was such a cool thing, not because I wanted to do it. Freshman year of college, I was on the south side of Pittsburgh. They had a, a magic shop called the Cuckoo's Nest. Went inside, bought a trick, and it was kind of like Harry Potter getting the wand. I was like, oh, my God, this is the most I know all the secrets of magic now and became instantly became obsessed instantly. Um I had a fabulous five years at Carnegie Mellon University. I was in the, the School of Art and the School of Drama. And in the School of Drama, um, I honed my craft. I, I learned how to, um, as, as someone put it, I came in with a tremendous amount of raw talent. And the School of Drama taught me how to focus that talent into a laser beam mm -hmm. and, how to, and how to create a show from a concept. Mm -hmm. And from there, it was it was having a tremendous amount of jobs um, in all different walks of life, eventually ending up in television, uh, which is why I love the Zoom stuff, because I worked in television for about 15 years and I can put on a good show. Uh, <laughs> and then about five years ago, I woke up one day and I said, "I this is not what the universe brought me to. I should be doing magic. And I did magic for about a year. And my grandfather kind of whispered, you know, you you should be doing the the psychic stuff. It's a family your third generation, it's in the family, it's in you. That's what you should be focusing on. And as soon as I embraced that, as soon as I listened to my grandfather and my gut instinct, my career changed and it skyrocketed because it was what I was meant to be doing. Um, for those people that want to get into mind reading, that want to get into um, entertainment, the, the best advice I can give them 
is do as many shows, entertain as many people as you can. Be nice. Uh, <laughs> and and I, you make a you laugh, but um, that doesn't mean be sensitive. That doesn't mean play it safe. I mean, be nice. So you can be risky. You can you don't have to be quick. I mean, I'm a, I'm a very clean. I do corporate and country clubs. That's my my market. So I'm very clean. But no matter how risky you are, no matter what kind of character you are, or performer you are, be nice. Be thankful for the people giving you their time. And, and if you kind of take that and also read everything, read, watch, be aware of the world. Know, know the stock market. Know what's going on in the world. Don't, don't be so focused in your world that you forget that there's an entire world outside of your, your vision. And as soon as you become a citizen of the world, you will discover that you are able to be a mind reader. You are able to be a psychic. Um, and as soon as you become nice and just like people, mm. and like other people of different walks of life, you will be able to be an entertainer. Very different from being an actor. You mentioned that earlier. An entertainer is not an actor. Mm -hmm. uh, an actor reads a script and does their, their lines and becomes someone else. An entertainer is the best version of themselves for the hour that you're with them. Do you think that's why some people, uh, you know, they say never, never meet your idols, why some people are disappointed when they meet a people in that business who may be on the performance, not yeah. the entertainment side of things. Do you think maybe that's part of the disconnect? I'm not, this is not like crapping on people, but you're no. drawing a distinction that I'm sort of trying to flesh out, which is you are Michael when you go on stage, right? I am Sunny. You know, I had a, I have, I have a friend, I think you, you, you went to school with her also, Coral. Um, and Coral used to say, boy, if you could be Magic Michael all the time, that would just be great. Um, when you see someone doing a show, it's the best version of them, right? right. No, nobody is paying me to come up on a stage and just be me. They are paying me to be the best version of me, the me they, they wish they could be, the most interesting person in the world in that room at that moment. So when you see, a, a, perf a again, an entertainer, we're not talking about actors. When you see an entertainer, a comedian or whatever, that that vision of them that you're seeing is so honed and so perfected because that's what you're paying for that you can't help but like them and want to meet them. And then when you meet them, sometimes you're lucky. If you meet me, you're going to be like, boy, this guy's even better in real life. <laughs> but sometimes you meet them and you go, they're just, they just have a good act. And, 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 and a lot of these people are, you know, as soon as the camera goes off, as soon as they're off the stage, it's, they're, they're, they're introverts and very shy. I, I happen to like people. So right. I want to chat with my favorite part of the show is after the show, going to the bar and chatting with them, talking about being a third generation. How did I hone these skills? What right. doing palm readings and all that. When it comes to actors, I think that's where the disappointment is. So rarely, you, you know, when you watch an actor, you're watching them play a role. Even if there's a part of them in that role, it's still a role. It's not their words. It's not their actions. It's not their view of life. So, so often we look at a actor and we go, that person's awesome. And then you meet them and you go, not necessarily what a jerk, but like, oh, what a, like they could have been nicer. They, I want it, you know, you meet Will Ferrell or something and you expect him to be crazy. And he's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Uh, you want something more. He's a normal guy and his job happens to be, or their job or her job happens to be being someone else. Mm -hmm. And we are so used to, especially TV actors, seeing them as that other person that it's hard for us to remember. We don't know who they are. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they have never exposed anything of themselves. None of those words were theirs. None right. of those actions were theirs. Um, they are so talented at inhabiting another character, right? which is different than, again, an entertainer, which is the best version of who they really are. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, kudos to those guys who literally bring a piece of paper to life, right? Someone else's word. It's, 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 yes, it is like what you do a gift in a different way. And um, it's just an interesting distinction to make because um, you do, it's, it's, people see you on stage, they automatically think, okay, performer, actor, but, but you really are, like you said, this is part of who you are, how you were raised, how you were taught by generations past. And I love it. Before I let you go, Michael, I have to know what is the craziest thing saying ever- that. And then you never look yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm just like, I keep, could keep going. I know you probably have other things happening, but I want to know the craziest thing that you predicted or saw using your psychic abilities. Um, let me just make sure. I hope I don't have another show after this. Uh, hold on one second. I might be missing a show right now. Are you missing a show? Uh, uh, no, we're good. We're good. Okay. Well, promise. Last question. You're just so good. Woo! I got nervous there for a second. A lot of holiday parties. A lot of virtual holiday parties. Back back. Okay. What was your question? I apologize for that. The the, the most impression thing you ever said. Um, looking at someone, the when your psychic abilities came into play, the coolest thing that you ever predicted happening. Oh. I'm going to separate that into two categories. One is the palm reading. Um, I, I'm not going to go into who it was or what it was, but it was an incredibly, I looked at their palm and it was just something so personal that nobody could have ever known this. And I said, I, I don't want to embarrass you. I don't want to offend you, but the blank, blank, blank. And they, their mouth just dropped and they started crying the best possible way. And they go, I've never told anybody that. How did you know? And I go, I, I didn't, I just saw it. And again, going back to, those are the moments where you learn and you, and I, and I had a learning moment in realizing the power of what I'm doing. So that was, that was a major moment in terms of my professional development of realizing, Oh, this, this has power. This is real. Can you read my poem before you go? <laughs> it's the only good, wonderful, happy things going on. Uh, <laughs> And you were in a writing class with a woman, Sharon Dills. <laughs> amazing what the palm shows you. Um, my whole history. There you go. In terms of predicting things on stage and, and doing my things, I've, I've made great prediction. I predicted uh, almost all of the uh, Kentucky Derby winners, um, including the crazy uh, country house uh, switch a couple of years ago. Right. Uh, I do the predictions for the power uh, Super, Super Bowl every year. All of those kind of things. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I'm banned for life from the Cosmopolitan Hotel because too many of the roulette wheel. Uh, oh my god, that's amazing! Really enjoyable. It really sucks to have to walk around that hotel in Vegas in the middle of the summer. But I will say, uh, it cracks me up. I I really am banned for life, and I do like they have like a trespass warrant, so I can't. Oh. Go um, but it was because I predicted too many rolls of the roulette wheel, which is like a fun story, and it's more fun because it's true. Uh, what do you see? Do you see the, the the numbers as the wheel is spinning? The way I did that is I watched the wheel, and I waited for a number just to pop out at me as it was spinning, and I would go four, put 20 bucks on four, and you win, and you win three, I think 300 at a time for a $20 chip, $25 chip. Oh, my God. I, and had, I think it was like 13 or something. And I just was like, um, and then at a certain point, they said, okay, sir, you, you need to leave. Like, we don't know what you're doing or how you're doing it. Thank you for playing here. Cash out. Don't come back. And uh, 
it was a very bizarre experience. Oh um, my they god! In the back room, and they, they they wanted to figure out how I was doing it. I'm like, I don't know, I'm just seeing it. I don't want psychic. Okay. <laughs> um, so that that's a true story. But you know, it's on state. I do a very controlled show, and the, the most amazing predictions and stuff I make it don't come from me. They're not the predictions I'm making. It, every show, it's so amazing to see in, in 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 our little experiment. How could you have possibly known we were going to Dubai to eat burritos uh, for nine thousand three hundred sixteen and seventeen cents? That's un that's unbelievable. But I didn't do it. I wrote it down before the show. You guys just had those psychic instincts to make it come true. Uh, so for me, it's it's watching people unlock their psychic potential at every show. That for me is the most amazing thing. You are a delight and you are kind and smart. And I adore what you're doing and how you're helping people feel better during this time, especially. Michael, please tell anybody and everybody where they can find you and how they can connect to do a show with you. Yeah. So uh, you can go to my website. It's themagicmentalist.com themagicmentalist.com. That's also my tag on Instagram, um, Facebook, and, uh, you know, it's Michael at themagicmentalist.com. I'm doing a tremendous amount of virtual holiday shows. Uh, I do have the week of New Year's open. And then in the new year, I've actually recently canceled all of my live performances through February, um, just to play it safe. I don't want to be the cause of anybody else's discomfort, uh, sickness, or death. So to be respectful to my audiences, I've taken the financial hit and canceled my shows, my, my in-person shows for next uh, up until February. Uh, but I am booking live performances. I do private events, mostly corporate and country club. And I believe everybody deserves entertainment. So uh, never hesitate to reach out. Let me know your budgets. Uh, my shows are probably more expensive than you think they are, but that doesn't mean we can't find a way to make it happen. And and if your budgets are low, if your company can't afford me for your your holiday party or your big event next year, book a virtual show. Book it in January, February, March, because people are going to need something as we approach the end of this. They are going to need a little push and you can keep going. So reach out. Uh, let me entertain you. Let me give you an unforgettable afternoon or evening of entertainment. Well, you certainly did that for us this morning, Michael. I'm grateful for you. Thank you so, so much for spending time with me and our guests this morning. It was so great to see you, Sonny. Good to see you, too. We've come a long way. We're old people now. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to play myself off. Hold on. Watch this. Let me get the music queued up. Um, let's do this song. Good night, everybody. I guess Oh my gosh. I mean, I love, love, love that guy. Um, guys, thank you so much for spending time this morning. Obviously, if you're listening to the show on the podcast, you're going to want to go back to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash we got to talk, or just search my name on YouTube to see the visual element of this show too. Um, just how impressive Michael is to tie in the human element of what he does too. And I think he's so right when he really harped on the point that we're all so much more 
alike than we are different. And you know me on this show, we're always finding topics and things to talk about that help us get inside of our own hearts and minds and souls to find out what makes us tick and and what makes us connect with other people. And I feel that this is a time when we all need to continue to do that so that we, when we do go back out into the world, that we're that much more um, spiritually nourished and connecting with people in a meaningful way. So anyway, I'm just so grateful for not only the show, but Michael sharing his personal and professional wisdom with us as well. If you get a minute, I would be so grateful if you guys would leave a five-star review, especially on Apple podcasts and a review. Um, I go back and check those have been known to drop into people's DMS on Instagram and send you something fun. If you leave a review, we are trying to get to hundred before the end of the year. So search, we got to talk with Sunny on your Apple podcast, leave the rating, leave the review. I will be eternally grateful. As always, we'll be back next week with more goodness right here on We Gotta Talk.